0: And we're back. Sup, everybody. So
1: episode five,
0: episode five today. Yes, it is episode (laughs) five, right? We had the bonus episode already. We had that that went out. Hopefully everyone enjoyed that. Uh, So today we've got a guest. Uh, His name is Nick and we're going to get him to introduce himself shortly. Uh, And then we're going to talk about some topics that he's brought along to talk about um, you know, talk with each other. Um, and hopefully we can get your feedback after the podcast ends. So Nick, it's your turn.
2: All uh, right. Hey everyone. I'm Nick. For those who don't know me. Um, I know Jacob and Seb from high school Been three years since I've spoken to these lovely chats and just coming on here to, you know, spread some wisdom.
1: Exactly. Awesome. Yeah. So what have you so, done in the last three years? I know we like briefly caught up before we shot, but like that's a long time from high school, you know, a lot of things happen in three years. Like I can speak for myself, so
2: yeah, for sure. So I've just been um doing uni, so I'm studying um osteopathy and then yeah, just work and time flies, you know. It's already been three years.
0: Now you have a you have a very interesting hobby, Nick. And we kind of, you came you came on here and I knew that you did have a hobby like this because I, I know there's a few friends of high, from high school that have kind of gone into this area as well and you definitely know a few of them, um, but can you tell me a bit about what you've been getting up to in terms of your filming, et cetera?
2: Oh, yes, indeed. Uh, I don't know. It's just a hobby that I've had, been um, recording a few things, taking photos. I don't know. It's yeah. just something that I've always been interested in. and Part of the reason I came on the podcast because when I made a video, good um, old Sebastian left a nice comment.
1: Oh, I loved it. Yeah,
2: it was just very cool. <laughs> yeah.
1: And I and, just love seeing other people
2: with yeah, creative things.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, obviously- yeah, and
2: that's the thing too. Like, I saw you guys do this, and I was just like, I think he said in episode one or something about like creative outlet, and just I go with that. And so, it was obviously, I've made that short little film, I'll call it, <laughs> yeah. and yeah, I saw like you guys doing something similar, so that's cool.
0: Yeah, we'll actually, we'll probably, after this podcast ends, probably leave a link in the description for that video if you want, oh, Nick, thank you. so people can go and check it out as <laughs> yeah, well. good. Thank you, thank you. Um, bit of yeah. good Samaritan. Just a short
2: one-minute yeah, yeah. video that I made with my friend, Joseph Mone, uh, you know, striving to be a basketball player, so we put a little montage training video together, there. So. Check it out Easy. if you can. Thank you.
0: I have seen it. It's very good actually. I enjoyed that as well. No, um you. so we I, was, awesome.
2: I was hoping I, I'm always critical of myself, but I was hoping it'd be a bit better just because we kind of rushed it in the end, because I we're filming it during summer holidays and then I don't know, time was running out, had to go to uni, so we cut some, some things down, didn't do some things that we wanted to
1: do, but you know, got done in the end, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but, yeah but at least at least you started, yeah. Like, that's, like, the one thing we said. It's, like, a lot of people will just put it off because they're always striving for, like, 100%. Like, mm. at some point, you've just got to realize 80% is, like, pretty yeah. good anyway. So. It's,
2: it's not like I was unhappy with it. But, yeah. You know, I'm still happy with the product. I'm just saying, like, well, I mean, probably for the next time I've learned from it, I can, you know, make it better, change things or take more time with it, maybe. So, yeah, exactly. So,
0: if anyone... If anyone knows me, I love segways and this segue is amazing.
2: <laughs> well, so, <laughs> speaking,
0: speaking, speaking of, you know, striving to do the best, um, we've got a topic that Nick wanted to talk about, um, in terms of Nick's being getting really into, from what I understand, mixed martial arts as well, um, or MMA. Um, and we're going to talk about striving to be the best, um, in both a mundane and professional sense as well. Um, so we'll technically just, I reckon we'll just go around and say what we think, to be honest, because this is kind of like a, it's kind of a topic that it's very, very broad and I don't know how to approach it. So if we get everyone here to just say something, I guess. Go on, Seb. Uh, <laughs> You're the most tired here. Well, you can start.
1: Yeah, it is 7pm as we're going this, So, you know, mental power is on the low. <laughs> but I think I was telling you this one before, Jacob, that it's like, I found um, the whole effort sort of topic very interesting because when you're doing anything, like, you know, there's luck and chance that plays a big part in like success, but like the only thing that you can really control in that journey to success is effort. Like that's the only really thing that you can control. And I think that if you want to maximize your chances of that success, putting in 100% effort is really the only thing you can do to increase that chance. Yeah, exactly. So,
0: Anything you got to add, Nick?
1: Yeah, just going off that, I just think like,
2: no matter what you're doing, like if you give it 100% or you're trying to be like the best in your particular field, it's just like at least you know you're giving it everything to like be the best. Like, And that doesn't necessarily mean you have to get to the top because just knowing that, you know you're doing everything you can you know if it's in your job or whatever just to you know put all your effort into it and you know try to excel at something especially like if it's your career path like i just find if you're stuck in a job even if it's like a mundane job but it's going to be like your career you may as well make the most out of it and like go home and try to better yourself to do a better job yeah it's just one of those topics like self-improvement is huge like i just think like if you can wake up in the morning and say like all right i'm better than i was yesterday like you're just continuously gonna you know reach new peaks and obviously you'll have dips and you know low parts but at the end of the day you can be better off than if you're just like half fasting all your work
1: yeah exactly and, and I, I think even in a mundane job, one that maybe you don't you know you don't currently enjoy too much, I think even just talking from my experience from being in sort of more managerial positions and working alongside managers, I think people sort of get into, kind of get into this mindset that they think that their effort goes unnoticed and that it's maybe not even worth trying because they're trying for no reason. but I would I would completely disagree because I think every single time. I've been around managers. They they always know. And like even the reason I sort of progress is because even though I didn't like go to them explicitly, not once have I actually done that and said, I feel like I'm working hard, I want a promotion. They just see that I'm putting in the effort. Yeah. And there's just like that silent wins kind of. It's like, I'm doing it for myself, but in the end, that's just gonna radiate out of me. And like people around me are gonna see that and feel that. And I think that's also one thing that putting in effort does. It's like you don't you don't do it just for the sake of like for the recognition, but you will find that you will be recognized for it anyway.
2: Yeah, hundred yeah, percent on that. Like my dad personally, like back like he's a manager now, but like he been back before then. Like he always he'd come home and like he'd study how to do Excel spreadsheets or whatever just so he can do a better job. And now like he's in the position that he is. And even being a manager, like, he looks for those uh, same qualities in, like, his staff people. So, like, effort doesn't go unnoticed and it, you know, can go a long way. And if you keep going with it, you know, who knows where you end up.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think, like, especially from that effort effort side of it, like, you can, you can definitely, I think there's some points in your career where you can kind of think, like, oh, like, no one's really noticing how much effort I'm actually putting in. But if you yourself think that, you know, I've made progress since yesterday. I think you're going in a better direction, no matter what you're doing, like whether it be, I don't know, making a bed. You couldn't make a bed yesterday. Make a bed. Some, something like that. Like if you, anything, to be honest. I think career is probably more of a standout-ish field in terms of where your effort would go unnoticed or you think it would go unnoticed. So, um And we we're going to, yeah, we we're going to link it on, Seb.
1: I was gonna like, say I think even like the whole idea of having a creative outlet it just allows you to use that excess effort like maybe you are holding back your effort for, because you, you, you don't see yourself moving up in that job it's just a job for the time being like having something you do out of work or on the weekends just to spill that effort in like you don't want to live life effortless right so like having somewhere to put that effort is uh, I think is a great thing and I think that's why we have this as well just to sort of get us a bit more motivated because it feels good putting effort like it's good for the mental like the mentals the mentals the mentals you are a bit tired i'm, aren't you? I'm gonna use smaller <laughs>
0: <laughs> the mentals mentality is that what you meant to say no nah, I,
1: I literally meant mentals
0: uh, Mentals. okay <laughs> yeah i understood what you meant that's just you got to make yeah. fun of it in the moment there's no there's no point to it otherwise. Lizard. There you go. Having a laugh at yourself as well. It's very important to always. Oh,
2: Humility. That's a big exactly. thing. Exactly. Yep. And that's, that's a big thing, like with you guys too making a podcast and all that, like you just know that, you know, people were watching and they could say whatever. But like, as long as you're enjoying yourself and, you know, giving it your all, like, who are they to say anything, to be honest?
0: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Uh, so moving on, because I think this next topic, I'm very forward, looking forward to hear Nick's point of view on it because I actually, while we did try to record this a day and a bit ago and uh, Seb was having internet issues.
1: We won't name names, but my service provider was hacked. And, um, <laughs> we couldn't shoot. But look at the effort we did. Now we're at 7pm the next day, still putting effort into get up and shoot. So... Kudos so you're saying us. We,
0: we, we deserve recognition, is that what you're saying? We
1: put effort in. Could that in effort? We could have just said no <laughs> for next week. But no, we decided we're gonna get on at seven PM and shoot this podcast anyway.
2: You had a mission yeah. to record the record the episode and exactly. get it done.
1: Yeah, we gotta get it done. It's now a
0: civil duty. Uh so, <laughs> so in terms of uh, mixed martial arts, uh, was something that Nick's been quite passionate about. And we did have, while Seb's internet was down, we had the discussions about uh, his passion for mixed martial arts and how that kind of ties into striving to be the best as well, um, in terms of like the mentality, the motivation, uh, you know, the, the fame and glory of it all, in terms of, um, I don't know, how how people interact with one another and how that leads to either depression or happiness based on the field that they're in uh, and we'll kind of get everyone's opinions on it again same as the f- first bit I guess uh, so we'll start with Nick this time because he's he All probably right. knows more about martial arts than the both of us I guarantee it so I know we'll a fair bit
2: <laughs> um, so yeah so I've been training myself for a few years now I was I was getting a bit more serious out at the start of the year. However, Corona, you know, put a hold to that a bit, but you know, still training at home. Um, but yeah, just in terms of, it's one of those sports or professions or that, like you have to kind of give a hundred percent, especially if you're going to go compete, like it's one thing to train. it's another thing to compete. And it's just like, you know, you're going in there against another person that's like, you know, is dangerous. Like, it's a dangerous sport. But I think that's what kind of motivates you to do your best and, um, you know, make sure that you've done enough, you know, to get the job done. And, yeah.
1: Now, I, I don't know how it is with martial arts, Nick. I mean, you can probably shed your light. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. sometimes, is there a place to maybe not put too much effort in, like, when it's just a game? Because I feel like sometimes when I play basketball in particular – I think if I can be, if I can be p- too serious and be giving it a hundred percent, it sometimes takes away f- from the fun, especially when it's not a competitive scene and no one's, not everyone's being, sort of serious.
2: Yeah. yeah, well, I think that just comes down to like in training sessions, you know, if you're sparring someone, especially like there is no need to go a hundred percent and like, you know, try to do damage to the person. At the end of the day, you're learning a skill, and then that skill yeah. is being applied. You know for 15 20 minutes on the actual day like you don't need to carry that same sort of like velocity through training and like that's the thing like training is supposed to be fun so yeah. if you're going in there and you know you just oh I've got to get better or like hundred percent like I'm gonna do my best it's like you've got to know when to like turn it down because like doing your best is like you can give hundred percent in training, but that hundred percent in training isn't the same hundred percent as the actual day. I think that's what I'm trying to say.
1: Yeah, I like that. I like that. I agree. I think. I think. And like you've always
2: got to keep it fun. Even like the drills that you do, like whatever. It can't because if it's hundred percent serious the whole time, you can end up fatiguing yourself. You won't be happy because yeah. like you're not know, doing exactly, something yeah. that you know you're enjoying and like yeah, you're having a laugh with the people you train with. It's not like hundred percent serious the whole time. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's
1: it's funny because it's like a hundred percent, but not a hundred percent, because you're putting yeah. it's like a different hundred percent kind of.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a different. Like yeah. you want to be a hundred percent in the training to like get the most out of it, yeah. but you need to know to turn it down to not like. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's one of those yeah. things. <laughs> Bit of a paradox, but yeah,
1: I get it. <laughs> yeah, it is.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think that I think there's something like I'm going to say primal about fighting because it's very mm-hmm. much it's very much like it is dangerous like if you're in especially if you're in a competitive scene like sparring is obviously less dangerous because you know you're not trying to physically hurt the other person like that's not your objective yeah you're supposed to and a lot of mmas like whether you're boxing or you're doing judo or something like that a lot of the the, it's either to defend yourself or to hurt the opponent Mm -hmm. you know you've got so many hormones running around your body it's not funny like it's and yeah. yes, Seb laughed because I said hormones. I brought hormones into it. Wow, I ruined everything with my science.
1: Nice, no, that was funny.
0: And, <laughs> and I, I, think, I think hormones are an important part because, like, when you're, when you're training, the, you're 100% not in that mindset because you've got less hom- hormones in your body. Like, you, you're thinking to yourself, like, oh, I, sh- I should take this seriously because I want to better myself. But especially if you're like overexerting yourself, you're not going to enjoy what you're doing. Like you're gonna mm. lose motivation for that actual fight that's approaching you, and that's, I think that's just what I took from that. To be honest, I I don't know if I have anything else to say on the matter really. So I'm gonna hand it over to you two again.
1: What is just facilitating.
0: I don't know. It's like mediation right here. Mediation.
1: Yeah, it's like um, you're mediating. Both am I mediating? <laughs>
0: yeah. You said for me to take lead because you were tired. Don't put this on me. <laughs> you- <laughs> We see, see, this is what happens when I take charge. It's okay, you take charge, things work. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, in terms of uh, last thing I think we can talk about is in terms of the uh, fame and glory and happiness, which is what Nick and I also had a discussion about when Seb's internet was out. So, I'll hand over to Nick because he kind of, yeah, liked this conversation anyway,
2: yeah, yeah, all good. So, on that, just like I feel especially with fighters it's a different type of mentality they have to go in there with and especially like you're working for a goal of like you want to be a world champion or whatever and then you know you finally get there you've got everything and then like it can all come tumbling down and i use the example of tyson fury i don't know if many people know him but um this is a world heavyweight Boxer, and he got all the way to the title. He wins. So he's on. He's got everything. He's got money, fame, glory. It's you know step for everything. And you think, all right, you know, how's this guy going to be unhappy or whatever? You'd think he'd be on top of the world. But in his case, he wakes up and he's kind of like, all right, what's left to do now? And he just fell into like a viral of like depression and he ends up retiring and he's um like one of the only undefeated boxers to retire as champion and he ends up you know gaining 200 pounds he's now like 400 pounds like he's unhappy doing drugs and and, um i think this is another thing too just going off that like he ends up picking himself back up after the two year battle. And like, he was like close to, you know, suicide and all these things. And he picks himself up. And I think he said he was at a Halloween party and he was like, what am I doing with my life? And he vowed to his wife that like, tomorrow, I'm going to get my life back on track. And I don't know, I think it was just really inspiring and motivational that someone who had everything could like get into that spiral of depression. And then, even better back out of it and um
1: is now oh, that
2: was weird continue yeah your mic's that's like
1: way weird. more clear yeah. now it's weird
0: yeah i know that's actually awesome but i don't know that like it's
1: itself randomly <laughs> okay all right we'll good. anyway um it's a new name. <laughs> it actually sounds
0: so different it's, it's really uh, weird is i gonna ruin everything
1: oh no no, nah, no it's all right no. we can still make out what you're saying it's all right yeah. it uh, sounds clearer now it's weird but sorry okay we'll go with
2: it uh, anyway <laughs> um yeah i think it's just like inspirational how he um you know picked himself up and now he's you know back to being world champion and i don't know it's just one of those things that in it, people's everyday lives they're like oh oh you know if you have money and fame or whatever like oh you've got everything like what's we'll there to be sad about or like you know they don't have any problems because they got everything and money solves everything. But I think Lucky's like, story definitely shows that, you know, happiness comes
1: from different places than glory and money and all that. Yeah. yeah. Cause and that... I was going to say, because sometimes I feel like Jordan Peterson talks, mentions this a few times, how to sort of excel in like, if you look at any CEO or whatever, they, they have like, work ethics that you can't believe, right? Like they sort of put 150% in, like when we talk about effort, they put like 150%. But that 150% is often at the expense of other things, like maybe happiness. And it's the whole idea of like, do you want to put 100% in five different things and be happy and maybe never really excel at one? Or do you put 150% in one and excel, but then maybe sacrifice other things like family or happiness, mm-hmm. and these sort of sort of fundamental pillars of life. Because so I find that maybe sort of a bit of an a paradox of effort, because it's like you want to put in a hundred percent, but like at some yeah, point to really excel, you got up. to push further than a hundred percent. Yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah, in terms of. I think that's this also ties back to a previous podcast that we did, and I think that's Nick also mentioned this when we were talking about it. And it was the material possessions. Can someone truly be happy with material possessions, Um, or with just material possessions? Like they've got no, you know, they might not, you know, have any family, or they might, um, I guess, they've, they've achieved everything they want to achieve, and they have no more realistic goals that they can then achieve. You know, we get, we have goals to achieve these goals so that we can be happy. And I think what's happening with professional athletes specifically is they're reaching those goals, and they think, okay, there's not much I can do now. Like I can hold on to this title for as long as I want, but I can't. I can't go any higher. Like I'm at the highest point in my life. Like I guess everything from here is either the same or it has to go down, um, which is I think where that kind of depression comes from. I guess.
1: Um, I find Mike Tyson actually quite fascinating. I don't, and I don't know his yeah. story too much, but like this whole idea of like he put he basically honed his entire energy into one thing, which was fighting and being a killer yeah. essentially. And then he just switched. It's like he put all that effort and energy into like his spiritual well being, and he like he he transformed into a completely mm. different person.
0: I thought you were gonna say like baking. No, know. no, and
1: now he's just like, <laughs> that <fits> so well. <laughs> and now once again he's like switched, and he's like. Yeah, exactly putting 150, awesome. and he's like a different yeah. person. So it's like, oh, yeah, it's just, even strange. It's like,
0: and I'll say for where you put your guy, effort. He changes is you. quick.
1: Mm. He's oh, quick he for an old guy. God,
0: <laughs> I don't even know how his arms move that fast. Like, that's just unrealistic to me. Anyway,
2: I think he said on a podcast that back when, like in his fighting days, like he looks back and he's like, he didn't like the person that he was because, like, it was just like a violent person and he actually wanted to like hurt people. And then I think that's where he found like his spirituality and really like changed it because he's like, you know.
0: But I think I think again that kind of goes back to it being a primal sport. Like the, the reason he was probably so successful is because he did, you know, he had that drive, like he wasn't going to stop at anything. Um, so there is, I think there's a level of you can you can be successful, but you have to be careful about what you're sacrificing to do so. And I think he was kind of sacrificing his persona a little bit. Like he was Mm. focusing on that rage and, you know, the, you know, that fighting way too much. So.
2: Yeah. I think the thing is too, like, also like when you get to the top and you have all this money, like they say money is freedom. And I think that's why like you'll see bigger fall offs because they got all this money and they spend it, you know, they got freedom to do whatever they are because they got fame or whatever. So you'll see that like yeah. they probably get more into like drugs and whatever because it's more readily available to them as well. So I think like exactly. money isn't happiness, and then when you have money, like you know, I don't know, big like the bigger the climb to the top, the bigger the
1: fall, I guess. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because it- anything from you, so Um. I was just gonna say because I know you were talking about it before, this how you've been like I don't know, really busy, and like maybe fatigued because you're putting like a hundred percent, one hundred fifty percent into uni. And I was wondering like if you want to just touch on that, like your your mentality about doing that.
0: Uh, sure. I guess so. I think I think more so. I think the fact that we are kind of in we're in Victoria right now for all those that are watching from anywhere else. Melbourne Victoria which is in isolation right now and I think it's not so much I think I'm not I'm 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 stressed but I'm not you know I'm not sad I'm not depressed that's not I think that's not kind of my mindset it's more with with uni I think a lot of uni students will probably also agree. also agree um, there is a lot of stress involved no matter what you're doing like you know you're always thinking about like oh when's this stuff due? and I think I've just found myself a bit more paranoid like i'm putting in all this effort and i'm thinking okay jacob you just got to trust yourself because you know that that's not when that's due you know it's due in like 3 weeks you should focus on the stuff that's due in a week yeah in my mind i'm like no i need to do that and then this because you know i'd rather get that out of the way but this is due first and i should put all my effort into that and i think again kind of ties back to like putting your effort into the thing that needs needs effort like if you're you know, if you think that your emotional health needs effort, you put effort into your emotional health. Like you've got to prioritize sometimes. Um, and I think it, I think it is it is a bit easier to do uni from home, but it's also harder because you don't have that social aspect. And I'm sure Nick can agree because you're doing uni at the moment. Nick, yeah. 100%, 100%. And it's like you don't see anyone else. Like you're not interacting with anyone. It's just like I can speak to people. I've been speaking to people all the time, but realistically i'm not meeting with them face to face like even this this is this is good but it's not actually being with a person like there's, yeah, there's, there's a something vibe about exactly exactly and i think whether or not the audience sees it in our podcast i think i'm going to be really really interested because this is our first uh well not our first online podcast but i think it's our first proper online podcast the one that we did before was kind of like a, a bonus kind of thing yeah, it was
1: pretty proper
0: it was look it was proper sebastian i'll give you that but it was more of like a we i don't think we were talking about these kind of topics like these topics are very much um the emotional type uh well not emotional the thinking type i think the other ones we were talking what were we talking about beer and something else i can't even (laughs) remember it was like a week ago not even
1: a lot of things yeah but because i just want to touch on that because you said it makes you stress right because sometimes putting Putting the effort can make you stress, right?
2: Yeah. Because
1: I feel like sometimes that stress and that effort is usually, usually tied into some sort of goal or purpose, and I think that sometimes can make people maybe live in the future a little bit too much and a little bit less yeah. in the now. Um, so, what are your thoughts on that? It's like, how do you balance that? How do you, on one hand, put effort in to this? end goal that you have but at the same time stay grounded in the moment and realize that maybe that goal you do have is not even a goal that in a few months time you will have then and that your effort will then change dramatically i think a
0: good a good thing about goals is we can kind of set goals for different time periods like i i love the fact that when a psychologist asks you like "Oh, what do you want to do in five years they are thinking that far ahead because i think everyone should. And whether or not they don't have an answer yet, that's up to them. But I think, you know, I want to be doing this in five years, in a month. I want to have this done in a year. I want to, you know, I I want to get my degree by the end of this year. You know, I want to go to, I want to study more in another two years or something like that. You know, I want to take some time off in between that. And I think in terms of balancing it, uh, I often feel, I think where the stress also comes from is I know that I need to give myself a break and when I am studying, like when I'm studying through my notes, et cetera, I'll say, okay, you know, I'll either go for a run or play video games. And I think it's particularly when you're doing something that you feel guilty about. Like if I go for a run, I know it's for my health, but if I'm sitting here playing like computer games or like listening to music or watching TV, I know that it's not for my health and I'm thinking, well, I should be studying right now, but I know I I need a break and I think I have to, you know, remind myself that you know, I'm spending all this time on uni and whether anyone sees it or not, I have to trust myself again. I think it's about trusting yourself. Main idea here, because I think I'm constantly second-guessing myself, which is a bit... I don't know whether it is healthy or unhealthy. I think it's a bit of both. I think you're supposed to second-guess yourself.
2: but
1: Second-guess? You... In terms which of... Which like, part? I'm...
0: Decisions. Like, I think it's very, very good to set, uh, to second-guess decisions that you're making because you know if they're the wrong decision you'd feel bad about not second-guessing them in the first place
2: i think you just uh, gotta put thought into it you know think yeah about exactly it, yeah exactly make sure that you know you know what you're doing and make the right decision for yourself yeah i think also yeah. on that like i think some people sometimes don't appreciate the now and like they're always looking to the future so it's like yeah. When we're in high school, everyone's like, oh, I want to finish high school. It's going to be so good, you know, freedom, whatever, whatever. And then you're in uni and you're like, I want to finish uni, get a job or travel or do whatever. And then you get that. And then it's like the next thing and the next thing. And you don't appreciate like where you are in the journey right now and like take it in and like appreciate the moments
1: that you have. Yeah, I and I, oh, I was going to say, I think a good thought experiment is just – just think about it. Cause you, you sort of had like a list there, like finish a uni, get a job. Right. I think a good thought experiment is asking yourself what happens when you get all of that? Like, what do you do then? Right. You don't know. It's like, you
0: did miss something important that I said though, because, and I was going to highlight it with Nick, what Nick just said too. It's because I said that I wanted to travel before I studied again, which I've always wanted to do this and Seb, you've known that I've had a few trips planned that obviously have, being now non-existent because of what's happening. Um, They'll come. Whether or not, whether I literally, a couple of, probably a couple of days ago, I said to myself, once COVID was over, I'm driving to the top of Queensland, whether anyone comes with me or not. So I'm going to drive from here. I'm going to drive all the way up the coast, all the way to at least Cairns, and then back down. And I I, kind of set that goal for myself. And I was like, well, of course, you kind of need money to do that, don't you? You need time. So these are all things that I have to get before I can even do that anyway. Like, I've, you know, I'll study, I'll take a break without boasting or anything. This sounds extremely cocky, but, you know, all my hard work that I've put in up to this point, I think you deserve a break or I deserve a break. And I think that's kind of, you know, Jumping straight into uni after high school. I know, Nick, you took a gap year. Yeah, typically. uh, So (laughs) yours will be a bit different. But I kind of went in straight after high school. And I know plenty of other people that have done so as well. And Mm -hmm. whether they're feeling the way that I'm feeling or not. Like, I still love to learn, but I know that I need that break soon. Like, it's not not difficult. I think it's just more and more stressful as time goes on. I think that Mm -hmm. everyone deserves a break from no matter what they're doing.
2: Well, I think it just rejuvenates you. Like yeah, exactly one chapter, and then you just need to recharge your batteries and get into the next chapter of your life. So the break is well earned and well deserved, and yeah. you know you need it to tackle the next challenge at you know hundred percent effort. It's
0: like a long ass sparta.
1: I feel like you know because I think I'm still going go to go university. I'm just still taking a really long gap year. It's like three years now. <laughs> but I feel three like
0: year gap year, yeah.
1: taking this three year gap year has really allowed me. To understand the concept of presence. Because when you take yourself away out of those like time-restricted goals, like everything I've done in the last three years has sort of just been spontaneous to a sense. Like there's no real set time frame, like three years this, four years that. And I think when you have those time frames, you maybe are more susceptible to being sort of focused on the future. Mm-hmm. But I think, like, I'd love to hear, like, I guess Nick sort of mentioned it, but like the idea of taking a gap year and just sort of, I think the idea of a spa actually is quite nice because it does sort of rejuvenate <laughs> you to was, a sense. Like, I
0: thought it was a good analogy.
1: No, it is. Because yeah. it really just sort of slows you down and like makes you sort of appreciate your life. Like, we're all 20 or 21 and there's yeah. a long time. Like, I think people now, especially when you go straight from high school, you just pressure to rush everything but it's like man we've got so much time it's like please But i
0: think i think also road, just before just before nick talks about his experience with the gap year there's i think i think adults will say adults like our parents will say like oh you guys are so young like you haven't been alive for that long and looking back at it 20 years has been a long ass time like it's especially like through high school like high school did not go quickly you know my uni definitely hasn't gone quickly and i think whether or not, like, time's a relative thing, like, if, you know, time travels at one speed, it's, like, it might feel quicker because you're doing something that you enjoy, and sure, like, I absolutely enjoy uni, uni, and I absolutely enjoyed sports, but there were times where I probably didn't enjoy those things as much. And I think, like, a gap year, I think whether or not they went slow or fast for you, Seb, I'm not entirely sure. But well, I like, don't know. I haven't kind of experienced that yet.
1: So. I don't know why you'd want it to go fast, right? I'd,
0: I'd want it to go slow. Because, yeah, like, weird. you know, I'd, <laughs> those, those <laughs> like, these are the, in terms of that traveling thing, everyone travel before the age of 30. I'm calling it now because my parents literally said to me, and I think I took it as an insult at the time. They're like, we wish we'd done all of this before we had you guys. So that it didn't cost as much money. And I said I mean, that, that actually point. makes that makes sense. That's like I when I got older I was like, Yeah, absolutely. I wouldn't want to be paying an extra double of what I'm already paying just to go do something that I should have done a long time ago. Like taking a break and, you know, seeing things that I wouldn't see any other time. You know? And I think for those that have been fortunate enough to travel, I think do it again as much as possible. Without putting yourself in debt. That's probably a good cause or don't put yourself in debt.
1: Don't, please. <laughs> yeah,
0: don't, don't put yourself in debt. Just be wise with it, but you know, see the world, travel, study, learn, eat porridge.
1: Mm, every day. But yeah, Nick, what's your experience with the gap year? Because I'd be interested. For my gap year, I
2: basically just worked. Um, so it's not that fun. But I mean, like coming straight out of high school, um, I was planning to go to uni, like I never planned to take a gap year, but um, I got to uni, I went for like the induction for like a week and I was just like, I'm not ready for this. Like it was yeah. always just coming at me too fast. And probably, I probably didn't prepare myself mentally enough. Like in the holidays, I was just like, ah, oh, you know, come. And I went, I was like, oh, I'm not prepared for this at all. Yeah, And then I just took the decision, like I was like, all right, I'll take a gap year. I I still had no idea what I was going to do on the gap year because I I was working at Red Rooster at the time and I had only been there for like three months or something. Mm -hmm. And then I took the gap year. I wasn't even planning to, you know, take more shifts or do anything. I just wanted to kind of, I don't know, have time by myself and focus on things that I like outside of, you know, uni. And um, ended up getting a job uh with my dad at an office and then just sort of worked for the whole year but i still felt when i was prepared to go to uni you know the next year like i remember it was leading up like the month before it, and i'm like all right like i'm getting in the zone for it and i got there and i was just mentally prepared for it and yeah yeah you went fast but so does everything i guess yeah i try to mm-hmm. slow it down it's i feel like a gap year is kind of like a holiday that you go on like let's say your holiday seven days you're trying to like slow everything down and just like have a little time and make it go slow try to extend it even though time goes at the same speed i think yeah, yeah. exactly I like that
0: well we've been talking for about 40 minutes now believe it or not it's actually been quite a while um so whether or not we want to end it there um or if we've got anything else to talk about it's up to you guys
1: just tying it back into effort, I think, because the whole idea of a gap year, for some reason, to me, it was it did feel very slow, and I actually liked that. It felt like every moment was something like a, larger than it was, because I think when when you focus on a goal, maybe you just brush. It's the whole idea of point A and point C, right? Like if you really focused on that point C, which is your degree. You maybe forget about the the interactions you have with friends and family in between because it's like they're interrupting your your degree into a sense. It's like, okay, I could be yeah. putting 100% effort into, 150% to this degree, but I have to skip that middle part, which is the fun part, really. So yeah. I think you want to spread out your effort, right? You want to put 100% effort into a lot of things. It's like keep a balance, people, right? Keep a balance. Uh,
0: I think on that note as well, in terms of effort, I think a lot of people have different concepts of effort. Like I think, you know, someone's studying like a particular, say someone's studying like the same course as me, or the same course as Nick. I think someone's effort, a hundred percent effort is going to be different to someone else's. Like it's not, it's not like if you see someone, they say like, oh, I'm trying as hard as I can. It doesn't mean that you're not trying hard enough. It means you're trying the, to the best of your ability. And I think, you know, Our parents have always told us, well, at least mine have, I think. I hope you guys, this is really good advice. Always try the best that you can to what you're comfortable with doing. Like, if you're not comfortable doing something, don't do it. You've got to take risks. But in terms of looking after yourself, um, having fun, especially making things last, instead of, you know, rushing through things. Like, I feel there was some times in high school where you kind of wanted stuff to rush through. Like, no one looked forward to exams. Who looked forward to exams? They were terrible. But you know everything else in between. You kind of wanna. You look forward to exams. So.
1: I look forward to everything. I'm just. I'm just <laughs> saying. Right. When you're you, a unique human being. When you finish <laughs> life, when you finish life, man, you're not gonna remember the degree. You're gonna remember the journey to the degree. So it's keep an effort. Keep your hundred percent effort because you want. You know, yeah.
0: if you do
1: better on your degree, you can get better jobs. I think that's how it works. But at the end of the day, when everything is said and done. The journey is what you're going to remember. And if you brush past the journey, you're just just not experiencing life to the fullest. I'm just
0: thinking of the artist. That's all I'm thinking of. You've just said journey five times. But I got it all. I got it all. And I absolutely agree. I think I enjoy exams more now than I ever have. I don't know why, but exams excite me. It's just like I'm testing my knowledge to see what I've learned. Whereas back then, I think it was more so I just want this to be over so I can, you know, go up the next level, have fun next year. And it wasn't necessarily about it going fast. It was just I hated exams, and I think I've learned to love them. Learning to love stuff, that's another good topic. But we've already been talking for 40 minutes. So.
1: <laughs> nah, we'll, let Nick, we'll let Nick have his last two cents because, you know, everyone's opinion Exactly. Right? We need to... He's the guest. Your, the last, your last little gem you've been <laughs> Now, I should think on effort, too, like, um, it doesn't necessarily
2: mean you have to do something like a physical task, like, oh, I'm giving 100% effort, like, I'm actually physically doing it, like, even, like, thinking about things, and, you know, in terms of, like, just planning or whatever, just, like, your mental ability can show, like, yeah. a lot of effort, and you don't, like, oh, I'm putting 100% into, like, this assessment that I'm doing, doesn't mean you're typing it all the time or like you're not even thinking about it you're just thinking like you know how
1: am I gonna do it and whatnot like, yeah so think. it's like yeah it doesn't have to be measurable is what you're saying it's not it? yeah. yeah it's like
2: my effort could be like you know I'm just like I don't know how to explain it it's just like I think about it a lot or yeah. like,
1: and then know like your, mental what have health, to, your mental health it's not like tangible really yeah. it's Completely no. objective to you but like you really want to put 100% effort into that because that's like the only thing you really have at the end of the day so yeah.
0: but like this is this is a weird analogy but like say you you're thinking about eating an apple and you put all your effort into thinking about that apple and then you finally eat that apple is that not satisfying
1: yes it is I don't know <laughs> if this is, I don't just... know it is satisfying <laughs> I don't know if it's satisfying in the sense that the effort, but no. But you've reached, reached your goal, you know. You,
0: you've done. Apple probably wasn't the best example because it tastes delicious. But some people don't like apples. But we'll go. We'll roll with it.
1: Like consensus yeah. is apples are delicious. <laughs> That's apples what we've delicious. Found.
0: Yeah, That's we're good. Yeah. <laughs> what about bananas? who likes bananas. Bananas good. Yeah. Bananas.
2: Yeah. Pears. All pears. Pears. I mean, I think. I'll go I think
1: to be honest, the only fruit that I don't enjoy is raspberries. I don't know why I don't like them. Whoa, yeah. this like the sour ones or like the, even the sweet ones because you can get them different, like depending if they're in season well, or not. The mash that I had, I don't know, they're too like, bitter for me. I okay, think. yeah, yeah you got, you you got to to some start.
0: sour ones, bro. Yeah. You, need, you need to get the sweet ones. I gotta ones try that
1: the, good taste good. Ones. <laughs> the sweet ones. Yeah. Uh, you gotta try both go sides. To
0: Kos- go to Costco, grab yeah. yourself a punnet of grapes or a punnet of. The- <laughs> other carrots or strawberries just eat them and then when you get to the front counter don't let there be any left you've got to finish them before you reach the front counter trust me try it then. it's beautiful it's fun. fun. then i need it's a to in
2: Costco. <laughs> yes That's true. but
0: we have connections it's okay <laughs> we have connections
2: <laughs> set me up
0: <laughs> anyway on that note i think we'll end it so yeah. this was episode 5
1: thank you for listening
0: thank- Thanks for coming on, Nick. By the way, we'll leave mm. a link to Nick's video in the description. Hopefully, whether what are we posting this on? Everything. Everything.
1: There? Everything they that we're allowed to for free.
0: Yes, for free. <laughs> we don't want to be paying none of that money right now. Got no uh, revenue. Anyway, yeah. revenue. Yeah. Uh, and thanks for watching again. We yep. hope you've enjoyed. Please leave a comment or an a notion. An anything, I guess, help us out. Uh, we did get new mics, so hopefully they sound a bit better although Nick doesn't have his mic but when we do this in person to person I think sound quality will be a bit even between us so yeah yeah
1: thanks again it's all about the it's all about the content right so something from the content that's all that matters
0: we hope you learned something today yes
1: and very long so stay positive and always be (laughs) curious thanks see you guys Ciao.